children of the faith. Carrot and stick or the reward and punishment method works to a T. Be it doping due to using banned substances, match fixing or breaking the bubble or adding to it ball tampering. These are some of the major offenses as far as the world of sport is concerned and after the charade and the gimmick of the ball tampering incident which I still think was nothing that embarrassing for the cricketing fraternity as opposed to the mountain out of a molehill that it was made when two players when three players were suspended for a year out of which Two players made a comeback and the third one is still on the fringes. Now add to it breaking the bubble. But here's the difference. In that ball tampering episode, the country involved were Australia and South Africa. Big, rich nations, powerful nations in terms of monetary and as a sporting nation because of their involvement in the sport and because how they are powerful as a nation both in cash and in kind. So yes, it became a huge news when two players or rather three players were suspended. Two were called the mastermind behind and the third one was what one calls the patsy, the scapegoat in that entire incident or the controversy but the difference was that they were Australian players and we all know the obsession we have over Australia as a team whether it's in the world of hockey or it's in the world of cricket. On the other hand when three or four Sri Lankan players who were touring England breached the bio bubble rule went out and had a party which I am absolutely fine with but because the rules were skewed in favor of certain countries and against certain countries who were in the red zone, Sri Lanka being one of them, the Sri Lankan players were suspended from that tour first and then after a month's investigation they have been banned for a year. But it, ha- it hasn't be- become a big deal. If this was Australian players, Indian players, New Zealand players, even players from a neighboring country immediately to the west, 
it would have been on the first page but because it's sri lanka and our obsession with the sri lankan team ends and finishes with certain players especially the 1996 fluke winning team and to some ex- extent the 2014 winning team no big deal was made of out of it it was just a small snippet in the sports column of a newspaper which is dominated by the over hype olympics so yes if you break the rules you get suspended what do you get suspended for doping using banned substances match fixing which is once again subjective what does that mean is it outside influence inside influence it can lead to lot of interpretations ball tampering which once again i feel is subjective and open to interpretation and with the skewed rules in cricket it was bound to happen and then the jail like conditions which forced the players to break the bubble the carrot and the stick method works to a t and with this i welcome you to episode number 398 on the 2nd of august 2021 as we head towards the last 5 months of 2021 so what do we have on the menu tonight we'll discuss the performance of the men's and women's division in the olympics hockey 2021 and discuss what should be the team for the india england series another over hyped tournament so let's begin so in the men's division and in a scramble to reach the semi finals the quarter finals first the men's division india beat argentina 3-1 and japan 5-3 to reach the quarter finals whose results came yesterday when india beat britain 3-1 to reach semi finals and now as the rule goes are assured of a bronze medal at least a third position at least so yes india versus belgium in the semi finals whereas neither whereas the other two two teams would be australia of course and one between germany or netherlands it won't make a difference so that's how the standing is in the women's division after struggling in the couple of scheduled league matches they came back they beat a few good teams they beat south africa and other teams and they reached the quarter final and just a few moments ago at 10 am ist india beat australia 10 it's a big deal 10 is a huge deal as far as the sport of hockey football goes one goal is good enough if you can sustain the pressure in the last quarter as it goes you are in a winning position and it will be given the emotional part of this because it's the women's team no one expected the women's team to reach the semi finals let alone no one expected the women's division the hockey women's division to even come up with such a performance because yes they are there but their cricketing counterparts get more 
a time and now after this maybe it will be a 50-50 share between the women's cricket team and the women's hockey team knowing that no other women's team sport even works in India. It's either single sports like badminton, shooting, archery or couple of mixed doubles in badminton or tennis or table tennis but there is no concrete women's sport as in there is no football. Do you even know who the, who the food, women football players are? And I have been saying since the last year that India's performance in hockey will be something which will make players head stand. They will have goosebumps. So both the men's and the women's division have reached the semi-finals. Which team will they face? I shall discuss as and when the standings are announced. But the men's semi-finals standings are clear. It's 3-1 for Britain and India versus Belgium tomorrow 7am and there will be a special coverage of the men's semi-final match at 7am tomorrow IST. The only time I will come on a Tuesday and if India reaches the final I may even do a special coverage on Special coverage on, you guessed it right, Thursday. And the women's division match could very well be on a Wednesday. And if it's early morning, I may also do a special coverage at, as part of the 399th episode. Lot remains to be done. I'll let you know as and when the planning goes. Now let's move on. So the hockey part is done. A couple of Medals are coming our way after Mirabai Chandu and PV Sindhu secured medals. At least two more bronze medals are there if they do not reach the finals. But looking at how it's been so far and we are facing against world champions. And, and as I said, in hockey, the specific tournament is irrelevant. Whether it's world league where you reach the finals after gaining points. Just as it happens in cricket that you qualify or it's in the World Cup which is still two years away or one and a half years away where you also face the same teams. Maybe you would add Malaysia and Thailand to the team. And there's of course the Commonwealth World Cup next year and the Asian Games World Cup in 2023. So yes, Asian Games will have a couple of Asian teams. Thailand, Malaysia are teams India have faced and those teams have been resistant and very very good. But looking at how the things are in hockey, irrespective of who the opposition is, it does make a difference sometimes but unlike cricket where it's 20 overs, 50 overs, 100 ball tournament, 10 over tournament and hockey it's the same you have 60 minutes 15 into 4 and you have the same planning you don't have to think too much means the men's team don't have to think too much for tomorrow's match they have to do what they have done get an early lead try and defend a lead till the last quarter the last 15 minutes and then make sure that the opposing team is under pressure 
when they have to score a goal because remember these are knockouts so if it's one all or two all or something similar at the end of the full time there will be penalty corners and this is what i like about hockey the tie breaker the penalty corners only happen in the knockout stages that is the quarter finals and the semi finals unlike cricket where the tie breakers happen in every match which is another half an hour wasted hockey and football only do it for the knockout quarter final semi final and of course the finals and that's what the governing body in cricket needs to learn no need to have the knockout no need to have tie breakers in the league stages where it's not needed where it's half an hour time wasted preserve it for the knockout stages otherwise instead of having at best two or three tie breakers or super over we might end up having 10 or 12 super overs depending on how many matches get tied but that's for the governing body to be concerned tomorrow for me it's olympic hockey 2021 i'll say the hockey world cup olympic hockey world cup for me it's one and the same minor difference in that it's olympics and then two years later it's a world cup in between it's the commonwealth games where you may not have teams like australia or argentina to argentina really part of the commonwealth because of its past but that's how things are in this particular sport so here we go the semi final positions indian men's and women's team have made it to the semi finals of the olympic hockey world cup 2021 what happens in the knockout stages well as the rule goes a bronze medal is assured let's see how that happens let's see of course they want to go to the finals even reaching a final will be a big deal and as i said i have been saying for the past one year this is this bunch of 20 players is one of the best hockey teams the 1980 team won't stand even 1% ahead of them the 1980 team won't even there won't be even there 1% as far as this team is concerned so we'll discuss the semi finals as and when the matches are announced for now let's move on so let's move on to another tournament that is the overhyped india england tournament which is also the beginning of the test world cup championship season 2 and of course injuries and breaking the bubble falling sick isolation for days have been in the news rather than can they win and if you look at the promotions all the prom- it's a negative publicity because all the promotion shows is we lost in 2011 we lost in 2014 we lost in 2018 that's all the promotional videos show or maybe it's a kick up the way aside that yes we lost three years in a row under two different captains and the message is that are we good enough because there will be a few individuals who will see this as they're not good enough they've lost to an overhyped team in 11 14 and 18 and here comes 21 the start of 
the season two of the World Cup, Test World Cup, and all the charade around it. Can they do it? If you ask me, I don't know. It's a not nothing much much has changed. Preparation. I don't know how will that work out. But as is my want, I will still announce what would be my team eleven. It may shock a few, but then that's what my value is. I'm for the shock value, so my team will include Pujara and Rohit as the openers. Why Pujara opening? Because Gill is injured, and not too many openers over there. So there is Rahul and Mayank, but we can save them for later on. And if Pujara has to eventually come in in the first over, the first ball, the first three or four overs, he may as well open. Because there is not much of a difference. If he comes on the first ball or the or the second ball of the over, it's as good as opening. And if people are kind of objecting to this, let me give you some examples. Between 2006 to 2007, Rahul Dravid opened for a particular time because India didn't have a good opening partner with Sehwag. Dravid opened, which allowed the team to have an extra all-rounder. And then, yeah, David was your number three guy. But post between two thousand five, two thousand six, he was opening. He was the captain, and that's how the thing went. So why not right now? Why can't Pujara open? He's also number three. Opening and opening and number three are not too far off. And yes, he can. And if people didn't object to Dravid's opening, why? Because he was Dravid, and he was he had all the obsession and all the hype around him. Well, I don't agree with that. I'll go with this. So Pujara and Rohit to open, which promotes Rahane to number three. Batting positions really don't matter, but here people are rigid about it. But I am not. So Rahane at three, or Kohli and Rahane can switch as and when the need comes. So three and four. Three Rahane, four Kohli, three Kohli, four Rahane. However, the situation demands itself. That's how it will be. Then, wicketkeeper will be Pant unless he's injured or fallen sick or is forced to be in isolation or whatever. If he's cleared, if he is cleared of injuries and other things, he's my keeper. So at five, it's Pant, and then at number six. Since we don't have Hardik Pandya, which is a terrible decision, because can he bowl in Test matches? Can he survive that environment of bowling with red ball and long overs and long time and fitness and all that thing that has come in? I think he can, but since he's not there, selectors have their own wise reasons for that. So, so at six, there would be a choice between Rahul, Mayank, and Vihari, all whom whom can open. You can even open with Bihari if needed, but he's reluctant to open. So number six would be a choice between Rahul, Mayank, and Tiwari. Rahul gives a second keeper's option. Mayank and Bihari are openers, and Bihari gives an another all-rounder's option. So one between these three, all of them equally capable. I don't care if they haven't played red ball in ten years. I think they can do the job if it comes to that. So yes, they can do the job. If it comes to such a situation, then at number seven, an all-rounder, one between Jadeja and Ashwin, who's better suited, that's on the team. But since Pant will be the only left-hander, 
maybe include another left-hander and Ashwin is a good spinner but since we should go with only one spinner I would go with Jadeja or Ashwin depending on what the team wants it's odd whoever plays it's good so Jadeja is a slight, slightly better batter and a better fielder Ashwin has his struggles in batting the both struggle in the final of the World Cup but that was also a controversial tournament so let's forget about that Jadeja or Ashwin and then number 8 Thakur so 4 fast ballers Thakur another all-rounder since there is no Bhubaneshwar Kumar no Hardik Pandya no Deepak Chahir which is another poor decision Thakur is one of the fast bowling all-rounders the only fast bowling all-rounder at this point in time I'll go with him he can bowl at 130 he will be in the Sam Curran zone so I would go with Shadul Thakur as one of the all-rounders and then instead of Ishan Sharma, I would go with Mohamed Siraj, slightly better bowler or Ishan Sharma and Siraj can switch or somewhere between however the team demands. So Siraj, Shami, Bumrah can add Ishan Sharma if you can switch as and when you like but this is the team for the first match. The only decision will be for me, they may not go with this team but for me it's Pujara, Rohit, Rahane, Kohli, Pant one choice between Rahul, Mayank, Vihari two all-rounders and a choice between Jadeja or Ashwin Thakur as the fast bowling all-rounder Siraj, Shami, Bumrah and the team is complete yes you can say that 9-10-11 don't contribute if you go to 9-10-11 then what have the first 6-7 done don't have to go there so let's go with this we don't know they may go with Jadeja and Ashwin and go with three fast bowlers and two spinners if that's the case then still Siraj, Shami, Bumrah they may not open with Pujara they might open with Rahul or Mayan that's absolutely fine Prithvi Shaw may reach but he will have to go through the 10 day jail period so will Surya Yadav so let's see what happens now let's discuss something interesting Let's discuss something interesting. So Ben Stokes, a decent all-rounder from England, has decided to take an infinite break from cricket for reasons well known. It's 10.30. Though I feel that reasons are exaggerated right now and, and this sudden burst of emotions about those very reasons does baffle me a bit that why now? What if a player had said the same thing 20 years ago but the difference is the bio bubble, harsh jail like containment rules forces players to do this. You can't just walk in and walk out at your women fancy. If you're in, you're in for a month. If you're out, you're out. Or you are under containment and isolation and quarantine and whatever however thing is. So he takes a, he takes a break whatever the reasons maybe a bitter exaggeration about that reason because I'm sure every player must have gone through this but because of the hype created and the fear created around some things which has 
almost made people cowards and we all know what the reason is he takes a break it's fine you can take a break but in this case he was supported by his governing body and his teammates or his employers here he was supported we don't know what was the conversation they had off camera but the decision must have been even if the governing body would have given him a bit of scolding about this decision we don't know what happened on public view he has been supported by every stakeholder involved so he is no longer part of it but there are enough players to take his place but imagine if an indian player an active indian player one out of these 15 players or other players had said this and would have created a roar people would have said this player is selfish because he is putting himself above his country which is a strict no no as far in as far as indian sport goes you will never see an indian athlete even say this once the president of the board already said that indian players can survive the harsh rules which is a warning that if you take a break then you are not coming back then we don't want you either you get injured or you are out injury is fine but if you take a break because of obvious reasons you would be called selfish and then the debate will start the indian player gets a steady paycheck why should he or she take a break they are happy they are being they are being spoiled like anything even inside the bubble the containment zone the jail like rules and then of course they are being given every amenity possible amenity possible a spoiled person can get inside the bubble good good conditions allowing your family to travel with you the paycheck is such that you can retire now and not worry about earning for next 10 years that's how we look at them so no indian player even if they want to for whatever reason will ever say that i want to take a break an indefinite break for obvious reasons from this sport whether it's hockey football cricket but cricket more so ever cricket because they would be called selfish as they have a steady paycheck coming in and then with when they have got all the amenities why should they and then no way the bully cricket board will allow them to do this they will put them under pressure and that's how the thing is so the over hyped india england tournament which is the start of the world the test world cup cycle on monday season 2 starts this is my team they may not go with this team but they may take advantage of the fact that stokes is not there but there are enough all rounders to take his place let's take a shot
So this ends episode number 398 on the 2nd of August 2021 as we head towards the 400 episode I will be back on Wednesday the 4th of August 2021 with episode number 399 at 3:30 p.m. IST You can subscribe to the YouTube channel to get more information on the upcoming episodes.